Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Preaching to the Choir podcast with your host, me, Jen Randall. Today's episode features Mr. Jeremy Alfera. Now, Jeremy and I have never met each other in real life. This is our first meeting that you're listening to in the interview, um, which was a very entertaining way to get to know somebody who I knew through multiple friends but had never really met myself. Jeremy is the director of Marysville Swingers Unlimited Show Choir, and he is also a full-time arranger. So we spent a lot of today's episode talking about arranging pitfalls and things that you should do and maybe how to adjust things if they aren't going well. Um, And it's just, it's a delightful conversation. I had a great time and I think you're going to have a great time too. So please enjoy today's conversation with Jeremy Alfera. way to get to know somebody. It's like, hi, let's interview each other and then we'll decide and we can decide if we want to be real life friends after this. Yes. <laughs> um, but tell me, you're not in a big city, right? Marysville is like outside of Columbus and Dayton, right? Good question. So um, like a lot of show choir cities, they tend to pop up in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um, middle of nowhere is an exaggeration because it's only 30 minutes from Columbus and I live in Columbus. Okay. Which is giant i mean it's the size of indianapolis right so, exactly yeah yeah um so i i don't mind traveling i only do the show choir there which is only extracurricular oh, in the so evening nice. i know get, getting to know you that's how i get to do all the arranging that's my full-time job right um so two drives half hour drives out there a week is nothing no I mean, that's no big deal at all yeah yeah and so. then okay well then that leads me to my first question which mm-hmm. is what was your like path to becoming a show choir director a show choir professional like you can go all the way back to elementary if you need to you know tap recital like (laughs) i'm so ready for all that okay Um, bring it on (laughs) because it's 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 interesting because it also answers some of the questions about like um why do you arrange right and why do you arrange your own group right so i i'm one of these this generation of like directors that were show choir kids sure so yeah when did you graduate high school 98 okay so we're like the same age i was 99 yeah Yeah. exactly so i uh went to twinsburg high school i was in great expectations uh with nancy banco um retired but was there for a long time and she uh did everything she arranged all the music she choreographed um she had helpers but like mainly choreographed um and directed. So I grew up thinking that's what all directors did. <laughs> right. That seems normal. And at that time, right. that was kind of oh, normal. So choir directors arrange their own music. I guess I'm, that's what I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> that's my know. path. Yeah. And, and by my sophomore year, you know, just I was a band kid and then got it and sure. got into both choir and band, drop band. Um, but by like my sophomore year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a music teacher. Yeah. So uh, in one shape or form. Uh, yeah. And then she, she knew that my director and so she let me help her with the arranging in high school i mean what a cool opportunity uh, like, yeah she, you say yes to that. she'd say yeah i mean i did all the ap music theory all that kind of stuff and yeah she was like hey take this chorus and let me see what you do with the vocals with mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i the, i owe like so much to nancy Banco for yeah. allowing me those opportunities and stuff and just seeing someone who does it all uh 
So when I went to college I, and I met kids from other schools and, you know, they were meeting other show choir kids. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that wasn't the norm. Mm-hmm. They don't choreograph and arrange their own stuff. Right. But um, I always kept that in the back of my head. Yeah. And so I kept, I kept arranging through college just for fun. And I where guess. did you go to college? You may have just said oh, that. I, I missed it. I'm um, one track mind. Wait, and I are you a the Ohio State? Student? I am. Oh, yes. I love I, that I it's the Ohio State. That's I, I don't rub that in anyone's faces <laughs> other than like other OSU people. I find it. Right. Exactly. It, we know how annoying we can seem to others when we do the capital B. But I kind of love it, though. <laughs> that's the real name. Yep. I mean, that's it. So good marketing. Yeah. Um, so I did. I went there for music education. Yeah. Um, and I, they had nothing show choir there, as most all colleges don't. For sure. Um, tried to start one. I was one of those annoying oh, college kids. I was too. <laughs> no, I was too. Oh, my gosh. Yay. We actually did start it at Nebraska, too. but it was just my senior year. So I only got the benefit of it for like one like semester. Oh, man. But, you know. No, I, no, remember, I get it. I, I loved my like i loved my learning i loved yeah. my professors i loved what i learned there and all of that kind of stuff but when my my choir director said you will never see a show choir here in the time that you're here i was like oh okay, oh, okay good to know well <laughs> um yeah so and it was true yeah there was no choir. i mean it's fine but um you know sca was starting to play a big role in that i mean that's where i met all these people, yeah. uh, Jennifer Galsvig and, uh, I mean, Alex eventually, yep. uh, but in college, it's where I met Randy, it's where I met all these people that I still oh, work yeah. with this day. Well, our so time that- frame of graduation, like, weirdly, yeah. that 97 to 99 set of humans, there's so many of us that are still yeah. professionals. It's very interesting. It's so interesting that it's like this i mean we're not a new generation anymore really, no well, i still want to believe like, in my heart that we are the young ones but we're not <laughs> yeah I, we still say we're some sort of new generation but, right um but we are maybe like the first time that that we were in show choir yes and and we're like show choir kids who are now already like yes. we're not the people like the Linda McEachrins or Eric Van Cleef's who are literally creating what it is and figuring it out as they go. Making We're it up, yeah. Observing these mentors and idols and like crafting it into whatever we want it to be. I, who was I yeah. talking to at one point that was like, it's almost like, you know, with immigration, when you have someone coming over from, let's say, the old country, your grandparents come from <laughs> the old country, your parents were the first generation of like born yes. in America. Like we're like the first generation of born into show choir like it, it was just a thing yeah. we had around we didn't have yeah. to make it up yeah for sure which is very and, and though i've i've enjoyed seeing like how it's blossomed and changed as all mm-hmm. of us have been doing it now for almost oh gosh like mm-hmm. so long like at least 15 years <laughs> close to 20 pretty much just yep. 20 at yep. this point um but yeah that's uh, that's been a really neat thing to kind of watch and have conversations with people like linda about that and and mm-hmm. i mean they think that's amazing to watch like hey we started this from scratch and you have carried it on and made it something else entirely like that's, yeah that's super cool it, it's also they're still my idols you know yes. they're all of our idols and it just freaks me out like not i don't even know how to put it into words but like i could be on the same judging panel as them and i'm yes! just like something feels wrong about this <laughs> like i was i was in your group 
25 years ago. It has taken me a few years just very recently to start to not feel like a complete fraud when I'm sitting on a panel going, Mm -hmm. why am I on this panel with these people? Or I'll get asked and I'll see who else is on it. And my husband's like, are you going to be okay? I'm like, no, I'm I'm sitting with my like idols on this panel, you know, just freaking out like a fangirl. I have finally, you're right. Like (laughs) finally reaching a point where I think I'm okay. Like we're all good. Uh, But there were some times like 10 years ago that I was just like, why am I here? And yep. I hope I, I hope nobody else thinks why is he here either. It's mainly but, that you're like, please don't let anybody else be realizing that I should maybe not be sitting here. Although we were yeah. certainly capable of doing it at that time. Have you had the experience yet of having someone younger, like fangirl on you? Has that happened to you yet? You mean like like working side by side? Like they are on a panel with you and they're like, oh my gosh, it's just such a pleasure to meet you. And you can see the crazy in their eyes a little bit the way we used to be. And you're like, oh, they think this is really exciting. They don't know I'm just a real weird person. Yeah. And which is how I have to remember yes. when I'm like talking to Paul Galsvig that like you are a totally normal. Real right. They're but, real um, people. Yes. It, it mostly happens, I think, through SCA. Like, yeah. like um, kids will say... I'll, I'll run into kids that I, yeah. I accompanied there for a while. Totally. Um, so it's mostly through that, not necessarily through people I'm working with yeah. yet, I think. Um, it's coming. It is cool. <laughs> it's, what's that? I said it's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, yes. What What is, I mean, leading down yet another path. Um, That's how I am. Is reaching the point where you have your own students who are now professionals in the career is like yes full circle absolutely (laughs) yes that is a very cool moment isn't it yes i have a whole crop of them that are it's one of those weird years where you know how you have that ebb and flow where you get kids that are really interested and then maybe kids that aren't interested right and so Mm -hmm. i've got a cycle of them that are graduating from college next year where there's a whole slew of them that went or two years from now and it was like okay there's like four of them who are majoring in music ed which is just the coolest thing ever and i can't wait to see when they're out and now i've got like you said i've got three in the dallas fort worth area that were in my show choir when i started it down here in like 05 through 07 who are you know real life adults really doing it and i'm like this is so neat this is exactly what it was all for like it it makes it feel really like oh my gosh you enjoyed you enjoyed yourself enough to that you want to do it professionally that's what happened to me so it makes sense um but yeah so yeah i have a a former student that's uh choreographing our middle school now she's out in la out in la now yeah um, she's amazing. Some several, like you said, choir directors and show choir directors. Yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, really cool. Oh, I love yeah. that. That's that's such an. Yeah, you're right. That is definitely makes it feel completely worthwhile. Well, that actually that kind of makes me think of this next question I wrote down a little bit before because I was you know stalking your Facebook page because that's what you do to prepare for you, the person. You get, it's like going on your first date. Yeah, yeah. you have to a little bit. Although I ha- I did not date during like internet time. Like I got married as an infant. So like I don't remember any of that. But uh, oh, I was like okay. 22. So like I didn't have the experience of having to like cyber stalk anyone that I was right. dating. And so this is what this feels like <laughs> to me. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. This is what it would have been like. But okay, so I knew that yours was mostly an extracurricular or a completely <laughs> extracurricular yeah. position which is uh, different than what i see a lot in the midwest at least on our side of the world is that first of all do you think that that's more common in ohio or are you kind of an outlier let's do that one first so i am an extreme outlier okay. um <laughs> no we're, we're very standard and it's actually usually a class here too yeah. um it's 
it's a long story that um, I haven't told in a while. Like, well, I got I'm nothing not, but time, but you know, I you know. just you tell us how much you want to tell. I us. mean, I, no, I've got it. I've worked it down to the bullet points, and the, <laughs> you don't need to know. But um, so I was there full time, right, for ten years doing all the choirs, musicals, everything. That's what and I thought. Yeah. So um, we suffered due to levies, mm. and I loved a lot of aspects of teaching full time. Right. I. I had honestly been throwing around like I know I could do this I know I could arrange I arranged while I was full-time teaching as well but not nearly as much right like um you know doing things for friends and and groups Mm -hmm. around here and stuff um and so the biggest silver lining twist was that while there were a whole bunch of people who maybe didn't have something they could jump right into I felt like that oh i hate that um what's the word the cliche that when one door closes oh another one opens or a door closes and a window uh, opens uh, yeah all that yes yeah but i feel like a decision was made for me that i might not have had the courage or like gumption whatever you want to say uh fill in the blank there to make on my own and it kind of turned out to i don't want to say the best decision ever but like um because I loved a lot about my yeah. job. I, uh, but it helped me realize how much of a freelance brain I have. Yes. <laughs> and how, yes. much, how much to each their own, but I love making my own schedule. And yes. Alex Hall, our fr- dear friend yes. that we both know, has said before, he goes, I just like doing too many things. Same, he, goes, yes. he goes, I don't want to stop doing any of them. Yep. And I shouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> he and, and I like, had that conversation like I don't know during quarantine he called me about something else and then we talked literally till 2 30 in the morning hit my husband and him and I were on a like, group FaceTime mm-hmm. just and that was a huge chunk of what we we're talking about was like I just like I'm good at a slew of things I'm not super great I say I'm saying this not Alex but I'm not like super great at any one thing I'm like good at like 15 things and I think that some people are more like that than I realized for many, many years, because I think in education, especially you tend to, and also in music tends to, I think, draw in the people who are really single focused minded on one good thing. So I kind of always felt like a weirdo, honestly, for a lot of years, because I was like, I don't want to spend that much time focusing on choral literature. Like I care about it, but like that was like their one single focus. They were so good at this tiny box and good for them. There's nothing wrong with that. But, um, but yes, doing more freelance and that kind of stuff for me too, has kind of helped me learn that same thing you just said amen like um i i don't know what this means or if it's a contradiction but like i am very all over the place adhd to Mm -hmm. whatever like self-diagnosed but very one track mind as well like can't do two things at once so i can jump from one thing to the other and uh just having a daily routine ends up being very i I've, i i can look back now and realize that's kind of the aspects i don't miss of it right i guess yeah i like being able to do the creative things when i'm ready when it hits me all that kind of stuff that, to your point I mean, yes no but i agree with yeah. you it's it's that flexibility yeah. of going you know the the spirit moves you and you can turn your head sure. and go that way as opposed to going it, oh but this time of year we're supposed to be doing like standardized testing preparation you know the ap Um, test is coming or whatever yeah exactly 
No, that's not to bad mouth. Sight reading, it's very important. It course. is very um, important, yes. But we all agree that it is else, a headache, a small headache. Someone yes. else can teach them the basics of it, and that's fine. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, so I, speaking of like, you know, you you had said like I can do all these different things, yeah. some better than others, whatever. Yeah. And I do. I'm my so show choir is like you know the two two to three nights a week competition weekends concerts right. all of that we still rehearse at the school it's still all that kind of thing i think of it kind of as like a little theater company and i think i'm allowed to explain how this works i mean i don't see why not but right okay um so there's since it's not a class it's only like a stipend or a supplemental right so that makes sense and so when all of that went down mm-hmm. my boosters said what do we need to do to keep you right for the yeah and i go what do you think the answer what you, is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Penny! Yeah, exactly. Yes, so, what it works out as is it feels like our own little theater company. Yeah. I mean, the supplemental from the school is, yes, I'm an employee of the school. And now I'm making air quotes, by right. the way. Yes, and um, uh, yes, I would have said that. Um, well, are so, you an independent contractor? Or are you literally still kind of an employee of the district in some way? Because I get the supplemental, yes. So, okay. the booster... Okay. The boosters are not paying me as like a salary. Right. It's Air for points. the arrangements yes. that I Got do it. for them. Mm-hmm. So that it's, they're paying me as an individual. As the arranger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the, if, if the boosters ever listen to this, they might, that might be wrong. I don't know. That but. is your <laughs> understanding of your employment with the boosters. Yes. We'll just call it that. So, so you're, you're legally covered. Yeah. <laughs> but there's big, I mean, big shout out to them because they're literally amazing. Oh, they're yeah. the reason I'm still there. They'll do anything for me. I'd do anything for them. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I'm very lucky in that way. Um, they're awesome. And they were shout super out. smart. I'm going to make one big shout out. We're losing a legendary, legendary woman in our community, Pam Klaus. All the Alexes, Randys, they all know her. Yeah. She had kids in the program forever. She was the boost president. All of her kids were awesome. And um, like today or yesterday when we dropped all the senior stuff off, it was kind of like, also the goodbye to our oh, amazing yeah. and is she so, so her last kid is graduating basically yeah oh it's just awesome family i know um but anyways i just wanted to give that shout out because yes uh, we all have those parents here in yes no you do like, i feel like you, you get those that. every you few it. years you'll get a clump you get to keep for a little yeah. while and that are super mm-hmm. helpful and totally get you and totally get what you're trying to do with the kids and with the program that's that's literally how a group like show choir works Yes. Like for all the headaches when you get a, well, let's just say a parent who is less of those things. I'll just say that when you get those, those headaches, um, those are all made worthwhile by these kind of parents. Like they, you know, that's why you have a booster club. Yeah. They just need to need to know how much we appreciate them. Absolutely. Um, But so anyways, um, they allow me to do that part of my job, which allows me to do, I would say like 80% of my job is arranging maybe 75%. Um, for, I mean, you know, groups all over the right, place. Right, yeah. Uh, and then um, I do a little choreography. I don't think I'm great at it, yeah. but I love <laughs> choreographing for like, um, I, I don't want to, beginner to intermediate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you do middle I, I schools? Do, do you do basic I high do, schools, JVs? I've done a, a couple, I've done a couple middle school okay. numbers here or there. Um, I do a couple small schools around here. I do a really good... Uh, intermediate school out in Virginia. I call them intermediate just because they keep the numbers down. Right. Like they have a smaller group, but they're great. Right, right. Um, 
they just don't have 60 people on stage, whatever. Right. But... <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, that is something interesting about where you're located geographically is that you are in kind of the Mecca of the beginnings of it all, so to speak. You know, like, yeah. that's like, go back, go back in time before you and I were even in high school. Like, how long has Marysville had a show choir? Yeah, they've um, so they Marysville just happens to be uh, because we are north. West, oh my gosh, yes, northwest yes. of Columbus. We're actually only two hours from Fort Wayne, which is like right. where the, uh, the literal literally became yes. So Marysville's a lot of Ohio schools have had them since like the seventies, just mm-hmm. like those the Indiana schools. Maybe not quite as together or like figured out, but um, but I mean they were um, jazz handing and standing on yeah. boxes in the eighties. At Marysville, so it, it's been there for quite a while. I think the perception, as far as like in the Midwest and certainly where I am in Texas, because Texas is his entire understanding of competitive show choir didn't start until literally when I got here and then Glee, like all happened at the same time. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I I hadn't heard about Texas show choir until like five years ago or whatever, or until Alex for sure. Well, we, they didn't. I mean, not to make this whole section of this I can cut this out later if I feel like we don't need to have this moment but just so you know um like they weren't doing competitive show choir in any capacity until the mid 2000s and when they asked me to run the show choir when I got my job at uh Keller Central uh which you arranged for last year by the way we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that in a second um they uh did not know that that's what show choir meant to me they wanted me to run a swing choir. They wanted me to do a spring show with a swing choir and jazz hands and rotary clubs and board mm. meetings. Right. Exactly. Snapping is what I'm doing right yes, now. Yes, okay. that is what they expected. And then I found that out after the school year started. And I was like, that's cool, but also you could do this. And of course I was like twenty five and too dumb to know that yeah. I shouldn't start a show choir like by myself at twenty five. But well, you know how that is though. You get that little bit of like that extra like I can do anything yeah. and you run the world and whatever. Thank goodness for that. Or I think some mm-hmm. things wouldn't get done ever. But um but yeah, I showed the video of a couple of groups up north, like Omaha West Side and things like that, like a VHS tape oh, yeah. to these kids and was like this is where I'm from. This is what I know. We could do this. And they were mm-hmm. like, obviously they're like, Yeah, that's way funner you know so um we started doing that but i mean there's no competitive circuit in texas until the last five years it's really taken obviously just like anywhere else some time to build that up so um their understanding in this state i think a lot of about competitive style was glee based which of course is ohio based in the tv world Mm -hmm. so i think that a lot of our thoughts out in the midwest area that don't compete in your circuit is like oh ohio's like you know, got it all figured out, got it all put together. Like, so what would you say is like the thing that, that Ohio did for show choir? Like, can you pinpoint anything? Can you say, this is what we do really well. This is what we're known for. This is like the Ohio thing. Man. Oh, I feel like you'd almost have to ask an outside observer. That's true. That's a good point though. Yeah. Cause you may just be too close to know. And I guess I could, I mean, maybe this isn't an answer, but like there's, just like most, well, I suppose when, as an outsider, yeah. when I look at other regions, yeah. I could say like, oh, I guess maybe Iowa or this region, they seem like they have something going that's kind of similar. Right. But I feel like we have a lot of everything here. I don't yeah. know. We still have very, very classic, you know, like, um, I don't want to say like, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like, 
the arm moving movie makes me think of like very yes like old school and sweeping ballads and and big opening splashy numbers with dresses with long dresses Mm -hmm. if that's yes yes and like i think it's amazing that we have still have things like that yeah and then and then we have basically like california level like uh, schools who are doing these story shows yeah. with all the bells and whistles and everything. Fairfield. And so we are, I mean, hey, yeah. we've got a Finley and we've got a Fairfield yeah. and they're both amazing. Exactly. And we have everything in between, which yeah. kind of makes me feel like Ohio's like a melting pot. I don't yeah. know. No, I think that's cool. actually a great thing though, because I want, I want people to hear and understand that because I think that we, especially again in the Nebraska, Iowa, Midwestern, um, and, and I take that down to Texas when I say Midwest, so Oklahoma's in there as well. Um, we haven't been doing it as long as you guys have. So I think it's a good thing for states like that to see, yeah. you know what, you don't have to all be doing the same thing, A. B, you yes. don't have to be doing whatever's, you know, I don't want to say trendy, not that, you know, doing classic stuff isn't trendy, but like, you don't have to be like, okay, what's something new and crazy to do? You can do good work with the traditional setup like we're talking about with you know like the beautiful dresses and the splashy opener and the or no theme, and the no theme five random songs we don't have a theme yeah. there are reasons i know when you go to the the west coast and the east coast yes. not as much on the east coast or in uh new england i yes. should say you see like most everyone thinks they have to have a story show or yeah. that's just what show choir is there yes um so I guess that's maybe an example of like kind of the opposite where uh, you rarely see uh, the couple of times I've been out to California. I don't think I saw one show that didn't have a story. Oh, or a same. Yeah. Or like, mm-hmm. um, but I guess that's what's kind of cool is that we are, are near Indiana who has, you know, Indiana really has changed a lot, too, and become a whole bunch right. of different styles. Right. Maybe I think there used to be a perception that Indiana was all very classic and mm-hmm. like whatever that just long dresses that was certainly my perception yeah for a long time again yeah with classic Mm -hmm. um but that is not the case anymore they're very diverse now too like i think that's cool to see um yeah, I don't know. I, I guess YouTube has changed a lot of that, honestly. I think all of us being able to see what somebody else is doing as opposed to having to only know what we're traveling around. And for our kids too, yes. which is so fun. Like, yes. I, and as soon as you said that, every time, uh, you know, kids are talking about like, oh, I watched this group from uh, Nebraska on yep. YouTube or whatever. I go, oh, remember the days, I think in my head of you bought your VHS tape from the competition <laughs> yeah. or your friends, you, you didn't have Facebook or right. anything. Nope. Instant messaging even. So your friends that you met at SCA and you wrote letters to yep. and called, you would do tape exchanges. That's what we did. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we, would, we would send videotapes of like, like I was counselors with a good friend from like Clinton, Mississippi, and he would send me a tape <laughs> of all of Clinton's old shows. I still have it and cherish it. And I and I would send him like whatever. Here's some Ohio show choir. Here's what Twinsburg's doing today. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's how it used to be. Kids today <laughs> will never know the work we had to do to stay friends with people, a eh? and to like share our art. Come on, Ed- educa- ed- educate ourselves on yes. what show choir it can be. It's amazing that we were able to do anything. It's amazing we know anything. <laughs> yeah. So, Although I will say that. that sometimes that works against us. I think now too the YouTube-ness of it all because I think there is 
oh, here I'm going to say something that's maybe a little bit like oogie, but it's, I think a lot of times we get kids and younger people now who are like, I can do this. Look at all these people who do this. Look, there's so much of this. All I have to do is watch this video. And then if my choreography is sort of like this, then I'm a choreographer. Like, first of all, plagiarism on some level. Secondly, that's not real. That's not, no. (laughs) You're shaking your head, so I know you agree with me, but yeah. I guess I have a lot of thoughts on that. I don't know what, but I, I get what you mean, how that can apply to like, um, uh, just saying like, oh, there's th- them not understanding the work that went into yeah. uh, a choreographer getting to the point that they are in our generation or yeah. whatever. Yes. So. We didn't just appear. Right. <laughs> we you exactly. know, had to do work and like yeah. we had to do, you know, at least I haven't I haven't ever worked as a choreographer, but at least from a director standpoint, like I had to do smaller jobs. I worked in various size schools and I had different size programs and I and I had schools that didn't have a group or and I had to create a group and I had like that's a normal thing. It's not actually normal to just be appointed the king of show choir because you graduated and you like it. Like that's right. I think there's some of that American idleness at play in those moments where they see this quick path sometimes nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that you say that just for my particular position, because yeah. like now, I mean, I think my kids, my kids are definitely smart enough to know that not all show choir directors have our situation. Right. Right. Yeah. But, yes. Um, but at the same time, I, my mind was blown this year mm-hmm. where it wasn't that long ago, maybe six years, seven years. Oh my gosh seven years uh that i am no longer full-time okay wow Uh, and i just assume everyone still knows like the the history of how we ended up right and uh i had a kid this year say like oh you used to be the full-time choir teacher here i had no idea i was like (laughs) i like don't you know who i think i am i go you don't you don't know where we came from people <laughs> i feel like i had to give them all like a lesson again about the history of why how mary yes. got to where it was or whatever yes. um uh yeah but that was just kind of weird and it also did make me think though that some of my kids maybe feel like they can just have a show choir like I, I was like, oh my God, do they, they don't know I have a music right. <laughs> Do they just think I've, I got this show choir? You just thought it'd be fun and you made it up and just started. Yeah, no, that's, that is a real concern actually. So is that, I actually, I that. mean, it was just a, it was just a conversation with a kid, not about like her wanting mm-hmm. to do like do that or something. But I, I pulled out a YouTube video of me conducting like the cl- symphonic choir from like 10 years ago. Like, no, I can conduct it. Air- Here's me do- doing all state. Air- yeah. Eric I can do that. And they had, I was like, cool. <laughs> they don't all care right. anymore. And you're like, no, I care. It's in my heart. Do you, okay, let me ask you this. Cause you're sort of in a unique position. Like I am in that way where it's like, we have the degrees, we did the job. We're not full time right now. Do, right. do you ever feel, I don't, I don't know a better way to describe it or ask it than just weird. Do you ever feel weird about that? Do you ever feel, oh. what's sure. the word I mean? Like, um, uh, I think just not impostery, maybe. not like whatever, just, it sometimes feels like I'm an outsider now a little bit, like mm-hmm. in maybe good ways and bad ways. I don't know. But do you ever I, feel I, that? I get it for a while. It was super weird. Yeah. Super weird for me for like three years while I still knew the kids that were in regular yes. choir. 
and I just like disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, we've reached a point now where, um, and I, I, my kids know this because the job has opened up several times. Yeah. And by the third time it opened up, and it's again a sad situation. They they got a great new person for the coming year, but yeah. Um, it's a lot of cycling through, and I felt weird because it just didn't feel right, and I didn't feel like going back full time. Yeah. I, I felt like guilty only to a point and then i was like but this is what's making me happy right now yeah. and i didn't want to sound selfish but it's not i have to accept that it's not that yeah. it would be great to go back full time if that felt right to me right right so, and good for you for knowing that that's not what you want to be doing yeah. and not just i'll know yourself i'll know position. when it feels right yeah and, and you know what it may never you may do this forever yeah. now you may just yeah. be you know full-time freelance yeah. forever and i'm interested in musical theater and doing mm-hmm. pit, pit stuff and all that too so anyways yeah. um but so yes in many aspects it does feel weird um because i don't get to see them yeah. all day uh and don't get me wrong we still i think I mean, I hope everyone thinks we still build great bonds and we are a family and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yes, I'm sure they do, yes. um, But, yeah. And that was one of my questions was, you know, like, how do you build that bond when you're not seeing them Mm -hmm. all day every day? Like, you have to almost... I, don't, I guess you're not starting from scratch because, of course, you have kids that come from year to year, so they know you already. But maybe you have to work a little harder, maybe, otherwise, than you normally would yeah. seen during the day. They do see – maybe the full-time teacher does see them every day in class. Right. But it's for 45 minutes during a school day. Sure. Show choir kind of just creates a world where I see them in more of a getting-to-know-you capacity. Right. I guess. That's a good you point. You just don't – like, I mean, during a rehearsal, you know, a three-hour evening rehearsal – where the kids are coming in, you know, 45 minutes to a half an hour, like even five minutes of talking to a kid one night, a full-time teacher might never have five minutes to ever talk to. I mean, That's not every single true. kid or something like that. Like, um, cause I remember being full-time, of course I felt bonded to my regular choir students too. And you yeah, know, it but it is different. You're right. You do see yeah. the show choir kids more often yeah. and in a time frame and in a, yeah. and in an experience uh, that bonds you com- differently. I mean, Let's all be honest, there is nothing like the experience of a show choir competition from 8 a.m. or 3 a.m. Yep. until You get to know each other real well, getting on the bus so at 3 a.m. and getting home at 3 a.m. the next day. Yes. You have, you have a choice. I mean, yes. when you are performing at 11 p.m. in finals, you have hours to sit in the hall and talk to your kids. <laughs> Were you at the comp, was it this year, that was like... I swear it's in Ohio, but one of I was judging somewhere, in, and they were like, "Oh, well, they just started finals, and it was like at ten thirty was when finals started." I don't, I don't I think we think of where it was had anything year. like that this year. We we did have one that started at like eight thirty, which Ooh, seemed really like that is ten thirty. I know. Um, and it was somewhere well, on the east coast. Did, that that part I remember for sure because it was yeah, east coast we did time. attend a competition. We attended a competition 10 years ago that many people will remember that was in New York City, and we definitely performed at 2.30. I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. And walked home in the middle of the night. <gasps> Did you see? On the New York streets. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, okay, well, let me ask you then, so I don't forget to ask these last couple ones that I really want to make sure I get to ask you. Yeah, of course. Um, 
So since you're doing arranging full time, well, first of all, let me say this: you have such a cool arrangement with um, with Alex. And yes, I love. If you to have talk about not listened to Alex's episode, people who are listening, you should go back and listen to. On Alex and I talk about this kind of stuff in the part two of his episode because there are two Alex episodes because he and I interviewed for two and a half hours. So because that's just what happens when he and I chat. But um, that's what happens when he and I chat. As well. It's just unavoidable. Um, but he is writing like from scratch, like writing music mm-hmm. now for different groups. And you are the arranger for that. Like you guys work exclusively together for that. Um, yes. so tell me a little bit about that. Sure. We, um, I mean, we have known each other since he was, since he was in high school and he attended, he attended our competition in, in DeKalb, Classic Connection. Um, yep. and when he was in college, I want to say, you didn't ask me about our history. I don't know. No, this is important. Whatever. This sort of relates. Also, I want to point out that I always forget that Alex is as old as he is. That sounds weird to say about somebody, <laughs> no. but like, in my mind, he's like 27. Yeah. Always it's, will be 27. And I'm like, know, oh, we're only like three years apart? Oh, sure. That's that's yeah. not weird. No. And to be, to be fair, when I met him, I was like early 20s when he was in high Like, it was when I was like a mid, like Right. That's what I'm saying. We're real close in age, and so, I just forget that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So I know, um, but he kind con- we kind of started talking. He was, he contacted me about Marysville yeah. and like, could I, I would love to come and work with them. Like I'm like up and coming, you know, yeah. give, me, give me a chance to just do something with them. So yes. we did. And then the next year we were like, yes, choreograph something, take a chance. Um, and we had him for a lot of years. And through that time, we just realized how much we both love music so yeah. much, like, like listen to it all the time. And just, we could talk, like you said, about like we could talk about one song and the aspects of it yeah. that we like and don't like for like three hours. Yep. Um, so anyways, when he's, when it came out that he also composed and everything, obviously he knew that I arranged. When he um, choreographed for y'all for a period. Yeah. Yes. For right. Quite yes. a while. Yes, and then, that's what I thought. And then yeah. he's like bittersweet, but of course we yes. love him and support him for wanting to focus on totally. all of those things he loves to do. But yes. um when all that um we the uh copyright that's the word i'm looking for yes all i could think of was the certain company's name but um <laughs> we don't say when all that came out we were like what if we and i know a lot of there's a lot of other original composers as well sure we thought let's do it let's yeah. make music so people don't have to get rights and that i mean that was kind of what started it yeah and We've also collaborated. I don't know if he talked about it. Um, he's come out to Columbus before, and we've collaborated on like some of his, the, his music that he's putting out. Yes, yes. Um, he did not talk about of... it in his episode, but but yes, right. he and I know that. But yeah, you can elaborate a little yeah. bit. On I that just think that it's, it's cool, like um, where he'll definitely write the song, yeah. but I can tell him what the chord progression yes. is. Yes. Well, wouldn't it be cool if the bridge? change this way or something whatever so it was we just really from well. a director standpoint because you did do this for for voc last year so yeah. the group that i started in texas i'm not the director of or anything but i still just for everyone else's background i still play in their shows every year um and do show design work with them and kind of okay. I'm a consultant for them which is super fun and i love that that the current yeah. director lets me do that and that's just the, the most fun thing that is really cool um but she um but last year when we were doing a karate kid show because we had a child who was like oh my gosh he did like i think it was capoeira like the brazilian like martial okay. art and things like that and like and also like parkour like we'll just like run and jump up a wall and do backflips he was so so amazing and all that stuff and and ben eklund is their choreographer now his 
a okay. wife, Alyssa, um, yeah. is one of my former students from Texas. Oh, cool. from school. So that. like they, when I left and, you know, Steven left choreographing them when I left, which is very normal. Choreographers kind of sometimes tend to stick with the director. And um, so <laughs> Ben's doing their choreography and he's like, we got to feature this kid. We're like, okay, let's do a let's do a karate kid show, you know? Why not? Why not? Right? And we're picking music and I literally for the life of me just want and I can't remember what I told Alex for exact inspiration, but I just had like two songs that I wanted to be the ballad, but I didn't want any of those songs to be the ballad. I was like, I they need to be just like this, but not these it. songs. Which and is exactly what we do. Exactly. And so I was like, I called Alex, I was like, here's what I'm thinking. And he was like, Oh, I got this idea. And he like he goes, let me, he goes, hang on, I got to hang up on you because I got to record it. So he hung up the phone with me and he like memo recorded some like noodly melody and then like texted it to me. And he's like, what do you think of this? I'm like, who are you? That's amazing. Okay, That's- great. Um- <laughs> you took the, the like the thought out of my head. Like it just blows my mind that like I'm expecting a week to go by yes. and him to, to bring something to me and it will be like. He stayed up all night and then, or not yes. all night, he'll be like of three or four hours. And yeah. it's this song that if I heard it on the radio, I'd be like, oh, who's that by? I would like listen. I will listen I mean? to like, this nonstop. Yes. yes, I know. It's my brain does not work in that way at all. No, and so it is never endingly impressive to me. He did that with the, he's the, he does the theme song for my podcast. And when I called oh, him, I was awesome. like, will you write me a theme song for this? And he was like, sure. And I was like, I wanted to kind of have this vibe. This is the song that I like. And he was like, cool. I'm not kidding you. It was 32 minutes later. I had like an entire basic demo from him. He goes, I know this is trash. I'm like, I could use this version. And it would still be the best theme song. And it gets stuck in my head all the darn time. So you know it's good. But anyway, the ballad he wrote for VOC was um, was serious. (laughs) And one of the things he mentioned was that, and I wanted to get your thought on, I'm sure this is fun for you, but probably sometimes a little bit weird about this process, but you, I know you're doing novelty numbers a ton or very specific, like lyrically driven things to fit into a story show. And so he was excited to do something serious for ours because it was like, not like, and then we kicked you in the face because like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. that kind of a karate song. So that's probably been interesting. It's it's been fun because um, thinking more about the timing. One one reason that we are very helpful to people, hopefully, is like we said, copyright. Yes, but totally. two is that story shows need really really specific moments. Yes, the, to kick to kick that storyline forward. Not, there's just not a song in the world nope. that exists about um, you know a, a certain moment in a story. So yes. that's kind of the other like space that we fill, like um, the silliest, silliest one. I was gonna I say, tell ever... me your favorite. Yep. And I wonder if he, if you guys talk about this or not either. But the one that I literally like cried and had to send him pictures of it in the music because I'm like, I can't believe I'm typing typing the phrase chicken chicken nuggets on a finale file. It was like <laughs> for a boys group in California that did a show about like working at a fast food restaurant or something <laughs> like that it was amazing you're like this is my life now this is my and life it was such still <laughs> such a great song and I'm like yeah you're probably not gonna find a lot of songs on Spotify about like working at a fast food restaurant and chicken no, nuggets no whatever, if you, know. you type that into Spotify nothing comes up or nope. it's like some <laughs> kid's song from a like you know Muppets album but you know yes, sometimes exactly. that's no, that's, I mean, it's been fun. <laughs> you, I love that you're getting that opportunity to write or arrange with 
the artist. Like, what a yes. neat thing that must be. And it's a super fun challenge. It is like I'll get varying levels of demos that yeah. maybe there's nothing that suggests horns or there's not whatever I have to interpret. Right. Something here or there or. Um, I don't even know what it is. I know yeah. when I'm working on it, but like, it's a totally different, cool challenge than yeah. just listening to a song that you want to use. And I call it show choirizing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's, that brings yeah. me, you saying that phrase brings me to my last like <laughs> official show choir question for you, which okay. is what do you feel like, can you give us a little like insight into the process of arranging a little oh. bit? Like how you show choirize a song? Man. Okay. Um, so, uh, it is, it depends on the song. It depends on the genre. Sure. It depends on, I mean, of course it does like medleys, whatever. Um, but probably like most arrangers, I mean, I listen to it first. Sure. And I actually, this I don't know if is normal, but I almost never need use sheet music. I just use my ear. Oh, um, so you're transcribing. So, yeah. Ooh. I mean, like, I mean, whatever it becomes if I change the style, but like just listening to the basic song, I um, it's one of my party tricks. I'm pretty darn good at listening with my ear and playing, figuring out whatever. I was going to say, this is not a normal skill set, sir. That's very <laughs> impressive. Some like, people. Wow. Do you know how much I have to pay arrangers when they have to transcribe it because there's no sheet music? Right. Like, oh, there are like, that'll be $4 million, ma'am. Like, they hate I would. I would tell you the only, if it's Broadway jazz yeah. um, or really any jazz often i will need to get some sheet music really that's fair that's it. fair there's some like, weirdness there that, i'm usually pretty good but um, that's amazing uh i don't know and then i just i if it's a medley i just kind of put down a, at least one chorus and a verse and then just kind of start mm-hmm. cutting and pasting and you know all that kind of thing mm-hmm. until it makes sense um oh, man each each one is a different journey. I believe I don't that. Well, what about, let me ask you this then. What do you feel like as you're listening to other shows, other groups, because certainly you're out judging and you see other groups as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you feel like are some common mistakes maybe that you hear done in arranges? In arrangements? I love that. That I, I think I have, I'm going to interpret that a little bit as like what I think maybe my strengths are yes. and weaknesses. So I see them. Or the opposite of those, maybe another thing. Sure. Um, I am really big on like the I like to think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the voicing and the like singability, and just making it appropriate, hopefully for whatever ensemble I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and just thinking, for example, I don't know. I've just I've seen a lot of arrangements that are just like, why, why do you need a closer? <laughs> in eight parts you don't thank you amen sir and if you're a judge that is listening for an eight-part closer please stop judging gonna say like go home you're drunk no that is not the place for your boys to be in four parts whatever Um, or really ever with the boys guys (laughs) i get that Um, but uh i like to think that i i like to think that I hear back that mine are very singable like in a good way like sure. I, I'm really big on voice leading and all that kind of thing it's a great range for the group um and the voice parts I always ask like how especially your tenors and sopranos what yeah. do you want to keep them under or over and you'll just hear things that just sound like this wasn't written for this group yeah. why is this girl's number and that's something about like resale as well but um that's like a problem 
Uh, you'll just hear like an entire girl's number or something that sounds like a perfect fifth lower than it should be. Right. You can't hear or understand them. Or conversely, sometimes it's like, hey, in this opener, I would like all of the Sopranos to sing from E4 Mm -hmm. to G5. And you're like, Okay, yeah. no one should be singing above the staff in yeah. dancing time. Like I've I've had a little <laughs> the past couple of years I had awesome sopranos and so I started to arrange. But you know <laughs> them. That's different. My own, yeah. My own little confession though, but like that's just kind of a funny obviously we had a great season and everything was great. But um we heard from some of our visiting people like yeah. um <laughs> A lot of your show is really high, the really high of for the Sopranos and for the ta- and and then in a couple of rehearsals, and this was me going like, "What if I don't?" Not entirely, but right. you know, some of the tenors would be like, "We sing a lot of G's here," <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, maybe I over like zealously did this, over believed so, in them, maybe. Right, so, <laughs> Throughout the season, we found moments to simplify, yes. and there is nothing wrong with simplifying or modifying every rehearsal. Say like, it again for the people keep, in the back! Keep doing it. It just makes me laugh so much. Yes. I'm so sorry if this is if this is you, but like, if a director um, is having an issue, like, um, I, I shouldn't say I'm sorry if this is you, but this is my no, advice. No, I mean, here's here's new go, information for you if you weren't already doing this. Go ahead and, like, invert a chord. Yep. Like, or um, cut out, or, like, if a melody is dipping too low. Mm-hmm. And this is, people have different feelings on this, and I got this a lot from Randy in California, and I like it. Yeah. Modif- write your own modified melody yeah. that fits exactly in your tenor's range. So, yeah. if... It's in some key where it fits perfectly for the girls, but then your guys are gonna go down here. Uh-huh. So, yeah, they go up like that. I mean, what is that? Like, why not? No, that, that, that's, <laughs> and when you're talking about singability, that's the difference. That's the yeah. thing that people are not always thinking about creatively, mm-hmm. or if they, especially if it's something that's a resale or a stock, um, mm-hmm. it's not gonna fit your kids perfectly. You're gonna have to oh. listen very carefully and find maybe some places where you might have to do a little bit of that. Or I feel Absolutely. like moments where I'll be like, oh, I just do not love the guy sound through this section. This could be just the girls singing, you know, take the guy part out. You know, I don't, I just feel like I forever am taking a pencil and cutting and changing and moving. And I like that. It makes the music feel like a living, breathing document, you know? It does. Um, uh, And my my kids definitely know it. Yeah. Uh, They better know it that like literally any night, uh, I mean, I, I think it's fun when you get to the end of the season, I could put it this way, mm-hmm. and, you know, the show has become whatever it is, and then you watch that first competition, and you go, oh, I forgot we sang that part, <laughs> or, like, Remember oh, when that like, was what we were doing? The boys used to sing there, or, like, the band used to play there, or... How weird, that guys. <laughs> that's, a, that's a strange thing that we did at I, that time. Um, I well, think that's really funny. You're As an arranger, though, do you feel like... <laughs> Like, if you arrange it for somebody and they tweak something without telling you, like, are you fine with that? Is it okay? I am 100% fine, especially if it involves, like, um, any of the things we just said. Right, yeah. I mean, once you have it, yeah. as long as I have had some strange situations where some people have just not used mine, or it was clearly not mine, but still the same song, like... Oh. If you really wanted to pay twice for the same thing, that's cool. But, right, weird um, though. Like, super if I can still twice. tell that it's 
if I can still tell it's mine. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. If you haven't made so many changes that it's completely then, different song. Then yeah. you, can, you can do whatever you want. Well, I will <laughs> say that if I get to a position where this, there's large chunks of the song that need a surgery for some reason, like I just mm-hmm. miscalculated what I had for boys and now I, they can't do this or whatever, it may be I have emailed my arranger or called my arranger and said, hey, yeah. this is my issue. Do you want to take a stab at it or do you care if I just take the pencil and go and sometimes they're like send it back i'll take a stab at it and sometimes they're like knock yourself out i don't care now it's january so like cool of you to ask yeah um not everyone does and again like i said i don't really care if you want to like chop it up or you want me to i just mean if it's big changes i try to ask just because you know more than more than a measure four measures more than you know whatever like i don't don't want to take that from you yeah that happens way more often than you think and I mean, with my own group, even we still all remember the well, for sure 2016 show where we cut three minutes of our closer and like <laughs> every competition we had a one minute less. Of I'm trying to think how many years I've had a closer where we ended up adding a key change for the final chorus. It's got to have been yep. four different times at least where you get done with the second comp and you're like, you know what this needs? A key change. Right oh, we go in I a love, big moment. <laughs> I love a good key change. Um, for sure. Yeah. Another thing that people a few people around here may have teased me about is um i apparently love glissandos oh every moment that i get and when i when i would play for combo for the piano not for the children right no (laughs) for the piano (laughs) could you imagine for the piano yes all the kids um although i have written that before but um, sure but like uh when i'm playing i will you will expect at least four glissandos just put leading into dance breaks, that leading happens. out of dance breaks. It happens. My combo director even teases me about it and he's like, you better play those glissandos. Do you play for your kids? You're the pianist in um, the band? There, there have been some years that I okay. have, but we currently have this super bomb combo director that we've had for the past three years. And he plays yeah. and just does like the head conducting. Yes. And it's and it works great. It's everything. So, oh, I yeah. love that though. <laughs> okay, so now we're on to the five questions that everybody gets asked. The five, oh. the five universal questions that are sort of show choir related, but sometimes got to not. Okay, number one. <laughs> number one. This is the easy one. Just kind of get you into it. Is what is your favorite form of entertainment? Like outside of show choir. Like, do you like to listen to music? Do you like to see live shows, TV, yeah. movies? Okay. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, my almost always answer will be I am obs- and my students know this if you know me I'm obsessed with Spotify and list- finding new music constantly and keeping lists n- not just for show choir I mean I listen to everything all the time people would be surprised to hear that I like everything a little yeah. of everything there's good country there's good R&B there's good everything yeah uh, so I am obsessed also my friends know this with uh, New Music Friday on Spotify yeah uh and I, I follow Americas, I follow Britain's, Australia's, uh, Scandinavia, and I l- listen to them all. When, like, basically, I do. You never know. That's where I find the weird music that I both love to listen to and use in the my shows. shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's something. But I would say my alternate answer for the current situation and day is... A lot of video games. I love Yo, my. video I games. I love my Nintendo Switch. Oh, so you are you a big Animal Crossing human at the moment? I indeed am, and Alex and I is discovered your, that. Is your island <laughs> full of? I don't play. I'm just trying to remember what I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom plays it. That we both play it. Yes, it's um, 
it's it's a lot. It's, my, uh, it's addictive. My uh, uh, the youngest son that I was talking about earlier, the one who's going to be seven in June, we are buying mm-hmm. him a Switch for his birthday. A oh, switch awesome. light because you can't find the regular consoles anywhere by the way. That's what my yeah. niece who is what grade is, is seven. What grade is seven? My uh, niece probably going into second grade, probably next year. My niece and she plays Animal Crossing. She doesn't quite understand it. <laughs> but I love having my little niece visit my Isn't island yeah. and I can just buy her some clothes. Anyways, if you play Animal Crossing, you know what I Well that's about. I mean, I'm gonna have to learn all this. So that's part of why I jumped on that she question. Because I'm like, no, what do I do yeah. about the yeah no, we're gonna do that in june here we'll see how that goes but, okay um but well, yeah video games i love that answer okay now next question show choir related question what is your favorite show choir show and you can have a couple if you need it that you've seen you can't have had to do anything to do with it you were just an audience cool. okay man okay um i'm my favorite show choir show that i have seen and again, live. you can say a couple if you need to sure i'm this like pretty much every show choir person would probably change like in an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't. I'm always thinking of different ones, and this one's just fresh. This one's just fresh in my mind because I um, I did a Zoom with my my show choir kids, just a video watching party. Yeah. Like let's all watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, and the first one I brought to them was uh, Los Alamitos. Um, I forget what year. 2016 when they did the like rocket man yes i i went out to um fame nationals because i was nominated for what's it called best blue glass award didn't didn't win but whatever um yes but i just went out there because i knew los alamos i there is nothing i don't care if i'm the biggest nerd in the world i will take a show choir vacation across the country if i I am the same i totally get that yeah like so uh that was just one of like the things that took my breath away live i mean i just for 15 minutes right up to the moment that that solo girl like dives not dives off the front of the stage but like (laughs) that would be over the front of the stage i mean i almost jumped out of my chair like it was so that was just one that's recent in my mind because that's what I shared with my kids but um I mean I you and I could go way back I mean I remember the first time I saw Clinton Mississippi live my senior year of high school yes 98 Clinton they sang like I still believe no other like in that era um that was just one that I had queued up. I don't think we watched it, but we'll have another Zoom night, kids. Yes. We'll watch it. Uh, but that was like just maybe, maybe not like one of my favorite shows, but like a moment where I was just like, okay, yeah, I made the right decision mm-hmm. to do show choir. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. And you have that moment of like, this is why. This is why. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, you can make totally high school that. kids sing and dance like that. What? I'm in. I'm in. Um, okay, second follow-up question related to that. What is your favorite show car show that you have worked <gasps> on? That makes me, that's a tough Now, I will tell oh, you that most people God. have to say one or two because as directors, sure. you can't have a favorite child. But Because, also because, yet again. Plus you it, range, so you have so many choices. It, well, I guess, let's, I'll, I'll keep it to like my show. Narrow my it down to Mary's Hall, okay. This is like another thing that I still don't know my answer is as I'm talking. Um, so whatever comes out of my mouth is we're gonna find favorite. out. But um, one that I always come back to just because I'm really proud of is when we did the vampire show in 2015. Yes, and it's the only time we ever 
went for characters. My brain actually does not work in a character story mode. It's a lot. It can work. It can work in a theme mode, even where there's like acts and a progression throughout the show, sure. but not necessarily like characters. Um, but that I just remember being terrified when the year started. Like we didn't really know what it was going to be, and usually I know what it is beforehand because it's easier to know when you're just picking songs as opposed to the character will stand over here and um and that it came together what i think in a great way and i just thought it was really fun and the songs that we found to tell that story i liked it that was one um it's current in my mind and i i'm biased because it literally just happened but i am obsessed with our show this year okay tell us about 2020 um again i'm I'm biased and it's fresh in my mind but you're supposed to be biased you're working on it i know it's called house party and it's it's just a it's like mindless fun about the lyrics are all songs that initially started as like i had songs with just like parts of a house in it like basement roof or ceiling or whatever and also lyrics about our doors are open to everyone was kind of the original concept so like everyone's welcome in our house is kind of the first half like come on in kind of like a open doors roof policy thing um and then the second half is just like let's lose our minds uh we have lampshades on our heads in the fourth number look at on Look it up on YouTube. I was going to say, I'm going to go look it up. Well, yeah. I always put in the I'm comments of the of the <laughs> podcast, like, the links to the shows we've talked about because oh, yeah, people want to go through and click on that. So I will That's go awesome. I will go look that up and go watch yes. that. That sounds so it's, it's, fun. And it's fun. It's funny because I know this is not the question, but um, my seniors the year before, I sit with, that, you know, the juniors and say, what do you want next year to look like? Do you have any suggestions, idea party? And they're like, we wanted, like, at first they really wanted, like, a, I don't know if dark is the word, but like a sure. more serious I know what you mean. show like our previous year. And um, they and I said, well, I don't have any ideas like that. And they're like, well, we just don't want to be like typical Smiley Marysville. So I pulled out the most ridiculous, smiley, insane, <laughs> nutty, smiley show. I have shades on your head type of show. Yes. yes. Like, nothing sad about it. I have to say that the thing you just said in passing a second ago is actually the thing I was clinging to in that whole moment just now was idea party. Letting your kids have an idea party is actually genius because they have so many thoughts and opinions and I don't care about them most of the time. Like, I mean, I care, but also, and I want them to feel like they're a part of the process, but also I don't want them to be a part of the process, if I'm being honest. I get you. It's a fine line. Yes. The the things and the time. That notion, like an idea party. Would allow yes. them to kind of like get it out into the yeah. universe. And I think in a more organized way, I hear a lot of programs, especially now, like final projects where it's a class oh, for sure. Like, yes. or something. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's kind of that same concept, but way looser. And because it's so loose, it's not always necessarily like a ton of ideas coming out, but it's it's also just to talk about it's like a bonding thing for them, too. Yeah. yeah. Like you as seniors for the first time. This right. first time we talk about what that's going to look like. That's so. super clever. I'm stealing that. I'm telling you right now. But I, I have I have gotten our 2008 closer was yeah. a kid going, hey, have you ever heard this song? And it, like you never know where a source is going to come from. And that is I true. I have heard of it and I never would have known about it. And I shouldn't know. say I don't care in the sense that I objectively don't care. I just mean like sometimes it's just a lot with the kids. No, I know. Like, I know. I made this show up about 
blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm yeah. sorry, what? No. Yeah, saying you don't care, I get it. That that just means like there's the time and the place yeah. and the things that you should be giving opinions. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for that. Absolutely. Okay, next question. Can you name any songs or all the songs from your show your senior year of high school? Absolutely. I yes. can dive better name every single one. Bring it. Are you kidding? My current show choir nerds in my own group will know I was that <laughs> kid that knew the uh, results of every competition. Yes. I knew what all the groups did. You would have loved our... showchoir.com at our age. Uh, at that oh, age. my gosh, yes. I, so our opener was, I, oh, yes, it was a space show, like, decades ago. Yes. I believe I can fly, R. Kelly. Well, that would be very um, appropriate to flash, the time Space Jam just I, came out. At the time, for sure. Um with what's it called uh just the star trek theme and uh magic carpet ride that was the opener obviously second number classic for a space show fly me to the moon yep. you know yep got a um, jazz standard. jazzy second number jazz standard <laughs> yep uh the ballad was of course space oddity ground control the major oh, top oh yes um, which another fun thing about seeing that low cell show just making a full circle yes. was that they used some of the not because they were they knew that we did them 30 years earlier but like that show is special to me because they also used space oddity and um our our closer which was uh the actual song called major tom coming home it's like earth below oh yes yeah yeah that one they used both of those songs and i was just like nerding out that that it was like the beauty of the elevated touches you like that when you're like oh i remember it it takes you to a place in your own mind i love that to see to see what we were like in 98 which was very good for 98 yeah and then to see what show point has become with losal that they did it like totally like yeah um so that was our show I, f- I might have missed a song, but that was the basic Oh, idea. I love that, though. That's wonderful. And you'd be surprised. Not everyone can always remember that. So, And sometimes we'll get people that are like, I can't tell you my senior year, but I can tell you my entire eighth grade. And you're like, what? Why is that what you remember? You never know what your brain connects with, you know? Like, sometimes you remember a certain dance break from your freshman year, and that's it. I yeah, know. no, literally. I'm, I am that human where I can just, like, something ter- comes on at the supermarket, and then my body, like, takes yeah. over, and I'm like, here I am. I'm dancing in the dairy aisle. Okay. <laughs> the last question well, I have for fun. you is... Is what is your most embarrassing show choir moment in 10 words or less? It can be from director time or kid time. Oh, it can also just be stage related. It doesn't have to be show choir. Oh, you know what? I mean, huh. I guess something does come to mind. I love it. Embarrassing, not in a ha ha way, but in a wah wah way. <laughs> Um, I definitely submitted the wrong riser setup at a competition once. Did you? Um, that was not too long ago, so some of my current kids definitely remember. Um, we ended up being fine. We ended up not being penalized enough to, like, not make it to finals. It was daytime. Right. Um, because they, like, time things around here. But we definitely, we pride ourselves on keeping things on time and being low maintenance. And we were the group that made the stage dead set the risers up wrong and then have to take it apart and set it up again and we got penalized. Yeah, so that was not cool. And that's one where like everyone knew that that was you. But I'm owning up to it world. I mean, I did then too, of course, but that was not my finest moment. It ended up fine. 
But, but it did end up fine. And that's the good news. How yeah, hysterical were you in the moment, though, when you looked at the setup they yeah. did for you and you went, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> this is not our riser setup. <laughs> did you, like, know it in that moment? Or did you know before they were setting it up uh, well, or while they were setting it up? Or We also have an amazing team of dads. Yeah. Amazing. That that go back, you know, go help and do whatever they can. Yeah. Um, and I think they... I didn't know. They knew it first. So it was like I got that relayed. Like, why is this taking so long? And right. Then and then, oh, bless. And your adrenaline is always pumping so much at that point anyway. Yeah. I, I would have probably just passed out from the adrenaline at that yeah. point. <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother podcast about just talking about competitions and the needless stress. Well, I have a panel podcast episode planned for that. And so you can come back and be on the panel podcast episode when we talk oh, about that. Cause oh, I got thoughts. We got to, we got to, well, we're getting this weird time in quarantine and break from uh, our regularly scheduled programming. I think we should spend some time thinking about how we can, you know, maybe, maybe de-stress a little bit of our uh, existence here in show Yeah. World, so. When we get back, cause it will be soon and we will be going back. Let's let's all just take the stress out of it. How about that? Let's just we don't need any. Let's just enjoy the ride and enjoy that we're getting to have it and that we're leaving Amen. the house and not wearing pajamas. That's really the, the small yeah. victory. Um, our hair uh, salons are opening. Well, you're in Ohio, so your person has actually been pretty smart about state reopening. But like, they have been uh, knock on wood. I I'm not the most up on everything, but yeah. from what I hear, yes. Um, especially our state uh, actin, our state, what is it called? Uh, yep. State doctor. Yes. I don't know. Any Sur- actin. Surgeon general. That's America's doctor, right? Yeah. Yes. Right? Surgeon general. Yeah. That's American. Um, the, the, the American but, doctor. So you're surgeon general anyways, in Ohio. <laughs> um, she's so amazing. People have like fan, Amy Acton fan clubs. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Yes. I know who that is. I, I know that. And I'm in Texas. I know who that is. Yeah. Um, but anyways. We, uh, we are maybe you know, not to have a political moment here on my podcast, but maybe Texas is just being a little aggressive about how we're reopening. So um, we'll see how that goes. But the point is the hair salons are open is what I'm saying. So uh, you guys can't see me out in the real world, but Jeremy can see that I'm wearing a headband today and that I wear all the time now headbands because the root situation yeah. is very I, real. So I'm just going to be glad when we can have show choir, be out in the real world. My hair can be the same color from root to tip and it's going to be a good day. Amen. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I, I just can't wait. I, I just keep saying, you know what? I don't care what it looks like. If we are rehearsing out in a field, six feet yeah. apart, cool. I will do whatever yeah. it means if I get my dang show choir back. So, Well, I think we're going to have to have some, and, the, and again, that's another conversation I'd love to have as a panel podcast episode. I think we're going to have to have some creative solutions for probably at least the first semester, maybe the whole year next year. And I'm, I, I am someone who's actually kind of excited about it. I like the, like creative solution idea time sure. like as long as there is a solution and it happens i do not care exactly. how I, you know i mean I, I say that now but um <laughs> uh no i think i, I think I'm you'll still say that though, in six months I'm, yes and I, i'm hopeful though about you know yes you hear lots of negative things but you sure. hear and i know people look both positively and negatively on things reopening again like right. whatever totally. um but it just came to my attention that yesterday i want to say ohio did approve for contact sports at high school oh. to happen and i was like uh if anything's a contact sport there is more spit and what what it's sweat so involved. yeah so that gave I, that I'll, i'm not getting my hopes up but it did make me for the day go 
I'm shaking my fists in glee right now. It will like, come that back. Seems, it will come back. Yes. It seems like a good sign. Yes, I agree. I think that we're just going to have to be like cautiously aware and listening to to science as we go and hoping for the best here. But yeah, I'm I, I'm choosing yeah. the side of optimism as well. I'm, and, just, and, I'm so ready you say that. I think it's not being foolish or like naive. It's just saying that it is May. Yeah. And you you are you are being foolish if you've already resigned to a certain that, end. sir. That that's my deal. No one can no. be making any decisions right Stop now. It's with that too negativity. early. Stop with that negativity and that finality yes. that this is just already how it's going to be. Could it be? Yes, but until it is just let me breathe. Yes, Thank yes. You. Oh, my gosh. That is the way to end the podcast. We're ending it right there. That's perfect. Amen. I love it. <laughs> Jeremy, thank you so much for hanging out with me today for the first time ever. Our first and ever I meeting. Think our, our friend date um, confirms that you better be coming to Ohio. SCA I, next I will. Year. It's, it's done. And it's 100% we'll all done. Hang out Did you sign up for virtual so. SCA yet? I do, well, I sent in my actual application months ago, oh. so I should probably check if that still applies. I'm assuming they it sent does. an email yesterday. We won't bore the listeners, but go read your email. Yes, it does apply. Oh. So you just okay. have to click through and do something else with a button. But okay. we'll get to go to SCA together this year in the virtual world. So we will still yes. never have met each other in person, but two virtual meetings. I can't wait. I love it. Okay, uh, well, you have a wonderful rest of your day. And- you do. This has truly been a blast. Thank you. Thank you.